Welcome to the Mission City Podcast. When we consider what it takes to follow Christ every single day, it's a decision that requires total sacrifice. Today, our campus pastors, Dave Cash and Chuck Foster, talk through what that means. This is one of my favorite sessions so far, and I can't wait to get into it. So here are Dave and Chuck. Good morning, Dave. What do you say, Chuck? How you doing? Man, it's a good morning. It is a good morning. You know what's coming this weekend? Cold weather. I thought we were done with the weather. Is it supposed to be cold this weekend? I'm you so know, I never. It. I am over it. I never looked. I'm so over it. I thought by this point we'd be having like just straight 70s. I'd be so happy with that. Yeah, I put all cold weather stuff away. I had to had to dig some stuff out. Just, just I'm wearing it. this, and this is when I. This is part of my chubby clothes. <laughs> so I put it on today, and I was pressed to get here. My chubby collection, and. Uh, it looks like a house coat on me. My wife was like, you sure you want to wear that today? I was like, I'll be sitting most of the time. If you put a belt around that, it becomes a small dress. It could be. It yeah. could be. You know, but underneath, I've got my, the, I got my, uh, hey, baseball. Baseball. I got my go church hill. My son has a game today, yeah. so I'm headed speaking, out that way in a minute. Speaking of baseball, spring training is. I love spring training. Is well underway. That is actually. I, that's one the of only my, time I wish I lived in Florida or uh, Arizona. I could live in Arizona any time of the year. I don't mind the heat. I really don't. I like it. There's, I, I can't. There's, you don't ride a, a, well, a Harley race. Well, there's a thing called air conditioning. Yeah, it's but really, not on a Harley. No, well, don't ride it's a 118 Harley. degrees, and I'm old now. I almost gave away my 54 years of life. Um, told people how old I was. Thought <laughs> I didn't do that. Uh, <laughs> but, man, it's when you ride, it's it's hot. But, uh, you I, know, I, it's funny. The older I get mm. – the hotter and colder I am now. I used to like be okay no matter what the weather was. I was like, eh, okay. I refuse to admit that. So it happens, you just don't admit it. Oh, you, I mean, <laughs> you, you don't have to admit it. It's it is what it is. Yes, I know. You, you know, you, your your blood gets thinner as you get a little older, and I guess you get hotter and colder. I don't know, Benny. You haven't expect haven't experienced that yet, have no, you? No, I haven't. He's a young man, but he is in a sweatshirt today. Very He's nice a young sweatshirt. man. Wow. It's cold outside. I mean, it was like 40-something degrees this morning. It was 59 about the time I It's supposed I got to be here. 70, I think. Yeah, but today. this weekend, it's going to be cold. Is it really? Like Thursday night we're, when we're coming back from Houston. Yeah. So um, It'll be cold when we get home. By the time this airs, it'll be a week from today, we have something exciting Woo! at Mission City that Friday. Two days from today, when this airs, yes. we have our advance commitment night. That is a do not miss event. It is. It is. I mean, there's things like you say, "Hey, don't miss." It's at the northwest, and campus. people miss, and they're like, "I'm glad I, I'm. I could care less whether I missed it or didn't miss it." This is one of those things yeah. you'll look back and go, "What time does can't it start? Believe, you know, Benny? believe so I missed it." Seven p.m. Seven p.m. Mm-hmm. See, I I never know because I always have to get there early anyway, so I never really think about the time it starts because I'm already there a couple hours. 1 a.m. for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it starts the day before. But, uh, yeah, we're I, I cannot wait for it. It's going to be a, a, a worship, fellowship, celebration, prayer, prayer celebration. It, it's one of those of yes spiritual markers in the life of, of Mission City. It can be. You know what I mean? Yeah, it certainly can be. And it can be the spiritual mark in a lot of individuals, which it's not just about the buildings. When we say Mission City, we talk about you out there, you that are are members of the church, mm-hmm. covenant members, um, people that have been coming for a while that aren't there yet. 
excuse me, as far as covenant members goes, but that, people who call are, Mission City their church yeah, home, there is, there is, I I can pinpoint sometimes in my personal life and in the life of my family, in the life of churches that I've served, that went. These are spiritual markers. Mm-hmm. This is something that's going to be, a, I feel, <clears throat> going to be a spiritual marker. It's going to be like what Zig Ziglar used to say. After this event, you'll either say, I'm glad I went or I wished I had. Well, you, know? you can make all these plans about, like, I'm going to I'm gonna commit this to the Lord or I'm going to surrender in this area or this is going to be my yes. All you want at home when you talk with your family and talk with your wife, but when you... I don't, I don't know, symbolically, in a lot of ways, lay that on the altar, like, before God, like, God, this is, this is what I'm committing to do. I think there's something really significant about that. Um, that, is, that is definitely a marker, should be a marker in our lives. Um, and I don't know that I've done that a lot in my life. And I'm, I'm thinking back almost regretfully that I wish I would have placed more, had more of those events in my life where I would have been much more, have a moment of real surrender other than giving my life to Jesus when I was 13, surrendering my life. How many of those have really happened in my life? And that's why I think this is going to be so big. Right. Well, how many times I know have it we will be surrendered for and me? then took back, you know, when a lot of times as men, we think of surrender being weakness because whenever you think about uh, in the battlefield, the surrender means you lost, you gave up, you threw in the towel. Um, but really, the Bible teaches us that we're in spiritual battles that we cannot win alone, you know, because the evil one is a roaring lion. And, and Peter, we're told that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ephesians 6 talks about putting on the armor of God and so forth. Um and so there's just this moment where we have to say, you know, I, I just can't do this alone. I can't walk in this season alone, and I'm surrendering to you, Lord. And and a lot of times when we've given up or surrendered, it's oftentimes because we've come to that place where we have no other choice but to surrender. And what I like about this campaign, uh, this yes series that we're doing, is the idea of surrendering uh, willfully, not begrudgingly or because I have no other choice. Because I'm out of options. Yeah. Yeah. It's that opportunity to surrender before that. And when we look in Scripture at men and women that surrendered to the Lord and how they were blessed, you know, you think of um, Pastor Matt this last week talked about Abraham and Isaac and what it meant to you know for Abraham to surrender and say okay lord my son belongs to you and we've talked about David and on the battlefield and even with Saul king Saul having to surrender and wait his time for yeah. God to say okay now it's time for you to be king even though he could have easily killed Saul several times he had to realize yeah. okay I'm, I have to wait on God or Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the book of Daniel. Refusing to bow before Nebuchadnezzar. I mean, that's, and knowing the outcome of that is, is, is death. Yeah. Possible. Yeah. You never, that's the thing about true surrender when you're blessed is when you see surrender a lot of times in the battlefield, a lot of times it's, you know, they send a messenger and they go, okay, if you'll surrender, then you get these things and you go, oh, okay. Yeah. I'll surrender based upon those conditions, but when you truly surrender, 
to the Lord, you don't know what the outcome is. You like you place, said, Shadrach, Meshach, yeah. and Abednego, their words are, you know, the Lord God can save us. That's yeah. in Daniel 3. The Lord God can save us, but even if he don't, we're not going to bend any. That's because they didn't know whether the Lord would save them or not, but they still were willing to surrender their life, whether it meant being blessed or whether it meant dying in that moment. They knew that they belonged to the Lord and what their eternity was going to look like. How oftentimes do we go before God and say, God, if you'll do this, I'll do this. Or I'll be... Conditions. Yeah, I'll, man, and we do this a lot of times in, in moments of desperation. God, if you just get me out of this circumstance, I will I will tell more people about you. I, I can think of many times in my life where like, God, if you just get me out of this situation, I will I will be the best Christian you'll, you'll ever see. And then <laughs> as soon as he gets me out of that situation, I go back to living just exactly like I lived before yeah. because I escaped. I, I wanted God as an escape hatch for me in my circumstance rather than... <laughs> like that student praying on the final. I didn't study a minute, Lord, but if you'll let me pass. Yeah, I will I will be a missionary in, <laughs> in, in the deepest, darkest ports of Africa. And then just like, I don't ever remember making that promise. Like, is, is that even surrender? No. Or is that just negotiation? That is a yeah. negotiation. That's an important like, distinction. Yeah. yeah. Like surrender sure. is not knowing like all this stuff. Surrender is just being like, it's your- God, whatever happens, I'm trusting you. Yeah. Right negotiation is like you described of like, well, it seems like it's a pretty good deal. Like he's going to provide me X number of dollars. He's going to, and it's like, yeah, I'll take that deal. But with God, it's, it's, it's no, it has to be more. Well, we get so caught up in hearing people say, you know, and I've, I've even caught myself thinking this as well. Like, all right, God, I'm going to, I'm going to be faithful in the tithe, but I'm sort of expecting you to, you know, Bless me, and uh, you know, and and you know, use that surrender to to show me, you know, and like, and is that really? That's not yeah. surrender. That's negotiation. And, I remember and I've um, been there when our kids were little, and we would try and get them to do something like eat their vegetables or something. We would make this negotiation, and that sort of became a parenting style for a little while until one of my kids said, "Hey, Dad, if I eat my vegetables, what do I get?" <laughs> Or if I go to bed now without screaming, what do I get tomorrow? And I looked at my wife and I was like, hey, wait a minute. The tail's <laughs> wagging the dog here. We yes. need to, it's almost, it kind of reminds me, when I was doing student ministry, I had this young man I was discipling. And uh, I had left to go pastor. He graduated from high school and was in college. And he had a girlfriend that he that he really um, loved, thought he loved. and uh, But he, he uh, wasn't faithful to her. And then he realized the mistake he made, and she wouldn't take him back. And so he reaches out, and he's like, hey, I'm ready to get back in discipleship and go to church. I just, I got to get her back. And it was like <laughs> he was making this bargain with God, and he was like, uh, so if, you think if I start doing this, that she'll come back. Like God was going to change her heart to come back to him. And I'm trying to explain to him why that didn't work. I was like, so would you want other people making a deal with God to change you? And he was like, yeah, I don't. I don't care. I just want her back. You know, it was just like I'm willing to whatever do whatever it takes. it takes as long as I can get her back. That's not like you said, Benny. That's not really surrender. That is, you need to be doing this anyway. And if the Lord brings her back, great. Yeah. If He doesn't, guess what? He's He's got a great plan. You just have to trust in His plan. Yeah. You know, know His heart, trust His plan, and go. Whatever the results are, it's going to be the best for me because God says it was right. Or says it is, not was, says it is. The best thing I heard about 
surrender had to do with the tithe and it was and it was very impactful with me and it was like okay so with the tithe with the 10 percent, is i i literally like i'm on my knees and i'm laying it at the feet of jesus and then i walk away and <clears throat> whatever god wants to do with that so if i take it if i and i know this is going to sound crazy but if i take it to the church and somebody in the church embezzles it, which is terrible. Yeah. Which that's it's, not. It's, it's you know, happened, right? It's happened, right? I, I don't think here, but I no. mean, it's happened, right? Or I know it happened right. here. But. I've got to be like, God's going to use that for His glory. Yeah, and I can't get caught up in what the result's going to be with my surrender. Right. I have to be okay with and just saying, God, I trust you. In everything, you know, and, and man, that is, that's, well, a, that's a hard act to do, but it is, it's, it is. What, it's what's required. Well, it's the same thing whenever we give to the poor, you know, so many, so often, um, I often do not give cash to people because I'm afraid it, it would not truly benefit them because they could use the money for to cause them to stumble, yeah. to buy drugs or alcohol right. or whatever it might it's not be. A, it's not a real answer. There's been times when I have felt the Holy Spirit have me give something to somebody and leave the results up to the Lord mm -hmm. and not, you know, the Bible tells us to give, but not to police, you know, give them police. You know, I mean, we got to be wise stewards. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying we just, you know, Willy -nilly, I'm just yeah. going to throw everything out the window or whatever, you know, same thing with our time and our talents, our trail, all those things. We, we don't want to just, like you said, be willy nilly with those things, but we, we, want to exercise good discernment, but not to the point to where we're, we're tight fisted with those things. We want to be open handed with the things, you know, and open hearted with mm -hmm. the things uh, that God's asking us to do. And I, I constantly go back to the widow and the, and the Midas, you know, and, and how she was giving out of poverty. And, and that suggests to me that she didn't know where the next meal might come from, or she didn't know where the next place she was going to stay, but she was totally surrendered and totally trusted. And, you know, you look at the other guys and they're giving out of their wealth and they're like, well, I can give, but it's not going to affect anything. And I think what's powerful when we surrender to the point to where it affects the manner in which I live, it affects my lifestyle, it affects eating out or it affects whatever it might be from a financial standpoint, mm -hmm. I'm just going to trust the Lord. I'm going to lay it out there. I'm going to give it over and I can't wait to see the, you know, people get saved and so forth. Mm -hmm. But I may not even see that this side of heaven, right. you know, and I can't put those condemn. Well, I'm, I'm willing to give the money to the church as long as they, you know, we just have to trust in the under shepherd that God has here and, and be excited about the results because I think when we're all totally surrendered, we're going to see God do something completely amazing right. in Mission City. What's cool is we're seeing life transformation. Yeah, I mean, what, what I think Pastor Matt, both both Matts who, who preached a couple of weeks ago said we had, I can't remember, even remember the numbers, but it was in, it was a large number of people who've gotten saved at Mission City, large number of people who've been baptized, whose life's been, there's been life transformation at Mission City, and I'm sure that's happening in other churches. And that's those are the those are the verifiable things that you see God doing and moving in your life. That that makes it an easy surrender yeah. to see what God is already doing 
in those well, think lives. about the churches in Colorado that we, yeah. that we support. Um, we've seen so many of them when we have sent them tangible gifts, finances, and so forth are in buildings now. You know, they were meeting in a house and praying about, are we going to find a building? You know, uh, church in Longmont, you know, had a church given to them a building they didn't expect. All of a sudden, this church went, you know what, we're we're declining in our numbers, and we voted as a church to give it to you as a church plant. They started meeting a couple weeks ago yeah. uh, in that building. How You know, that's Doug Hickson and his yeah. church. You know, how exciting that yeah. is to think, uh, you know— so, so often, I'm when I'm coming to church on Sunday, I take for granted this wonderful place that we have to worship. Yeah. Or when we get to go to uh, the Advanced Commitment Night out at Northwest and to see that beautiful building right there on I-10, you know how incredible that is to to think of how God blessed. But it didn't. That wasn't there a couple of years ago. That building wasn't there a couple of years ago. It was a dance hall that we were meeting yeah. in and trusting in the Lord, and then all of a sudden it just. Uh, and, and we said yes to God, and, and that happened because that. people surrendered. Yes, they surrendered, and there's the result. Yeah. And it's not about the building, but it's about no. the fact that we're seeing lives it's transformed. About the lives that at are that changed, place. that marriages have been restored. Uh, I mean, how often have we talked about that when we're when we're in our in our meeting? We don't want to use any names or anything, but there are people that their marriages were in trouble, and and uh, God allowed. Uh, brought them to to Mission City, and God does that restoration. Mm-hmm. But He does that through people that are completely surrendered to Him, and we're getting to see these things happen: Mar- marriages restored, and and relationships fixed, and 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 lives changed. And, and and here's what you have to think about: buildings are temporary. We know that buildings fall, buildings get old, all those things. Buildings are temporary. Souls are not. Nope. Everybody's soul is going to spend eternity somewhere. And that's what we have to value when we're thinking about surrender. We're thinking about the souls of the children that live in the communities around our church and doing whatever is necessary in order for them to spend eternity in the presence of God, not eternity separated from him. And that's why we've got to be church outside the walls. That's why we got to be uh, planting churches, taking, we got, uh, when this airs, they will have been back, but our student ministry in the Amazon, uh, Donnie Anthony, our missions pastor in uh, Acuna right now, Mexico. I mean, those are things that are happening uh, because people surrendered their week over. They could have gone to Disney World or wherever, but they chose this week to be mm-hmm. in Acuna. They chose this week to be in the Amazon to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. What I love about one of the things that you said, and it, it, went, it may go by real quickly, and it's that real surrender happens when I don't have to have a result that I can ever see right. or feel or touch or know about, right. right? That's the idea of real surrender. I don't have to know. I don't have to see it for it to be yeah. Something that God's gonna God's gonna do it at some point down the line. I just have to trust that and surrender that. And uh, I think that's the real key to surrender is not like, hey, I'm gonna give to this cause or I'm gonna put in, I'm gonna serve because I need to see a result. Because happen because when we're results oriented and we have to see it, it's easy to get discouraged. Right. It's easy to leave. Right. You know, they're not. This is not happening the way I expected it to happen, and so therefore I'm gonna for the lack of a better word, and I know this sounds kind of harsh, I'm going to take my ball and go home, right? Right, Because I'm not seeing the results that I expected. And real surrender is like, I got to give that. I got to give that up right now to say, look, I may never see the results of this. 
but I'm going to trust God that at some point he's going to do something really, really amazing because he is. And, uh, and I'm, I'm just, I got to be okay with that. Right. Well, and here's what I like about this. Yes. Thing is it truly isn't about dollars and cents. It's, it's really not. It is about us surrendering whatever that looks like. And, I know a lot of people will get caught up in, 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 well, it's just a money thing, a money grab or whatever. The thing about it is it is about saying yes to God no matter what. The results we leave up to the Lord, and they will be amazing because the Lord multiplies. You know, you think about the bread and the fish mm-hmm. and all those things. You think, how are we going to feed all these people? Well, when the Lord is in it, all things are possible. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's the main thing is just saying yes, whatever that might look like. And that that could be the first time somebody gives your tithes, or the first time somebody serves as a greeter or serves in the parking lot or or just begins to disciple their family. Yes, Lord, I'm gonna now disciple my son, or I'm now going to serve alongside my wife in mana ministry. I'm going to you just leave the results, like you said, you leave the results up. To the Lord, and when you think about Daniel being told, "If you pray, you will be fed to the lions," and Daniel said, "Man, I'm commanded to do this. I'm going to do it anyway." He didn't know that the Lord would shut the mouth of the lion. He didn't know. He just knew I'm going to do what God has asked me to do, and the results are His. Because either uh, I'll be blessed here on earth, or I'm going to get to join the Lord in heaven. I win. Paul said, "To live is Christ; to die is gain." That's what surrender is it's surrendering my life because i gain so much more like they said you can't take it with you anyway you never see a hurts with a u-haul right nope because you're not taking it with you we yeah. want to lay those things at the feet of jesus and leave the results up to him that's that's just what we do yeah i know my yes is uh is coming god's really moving in my life i can't wait to share what that is i know you've got some things that god's really speaking in your life your yes is yeah. We're, my wife Definitely and I are praying coming. through those things right now. Us yeah. too, um, because we want to we we want to be as actively part of what God is doing, and we want to say yes. We're saying yes. We just don't know yet fully yeah. what exactly God is telling us. I mean, we're we're hearing some things from the Lord, and we're praying and we're seeking God in that. And yeah, I can tell. That's you what that. I would encourage you to do. If you're not yeah. praying about that, if you're not in God's Word, seeking exactly what He wants you to, to your yes to be that. Let's. You need to start now. Yeah, because our yeses won't look the same. No, it won't. Our yeses will 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 be different, be and that's different. okay. Because because um, whatever we're holding on to, sometimes we don't even know what that is. When we're able to let go and let God, we're so blessed. In my life, the times that I've been the most blessed is when I had no clue what the end was going to look like. Had no clue, and I just say, you know what? I'm just Lord. It's yours. I my family, you. my life, it's yours. And I've just seen God do something so amazing. And I can't wait to – and I'm not just excited for me. I'm excited about people in the church that have no idea what God's going to do with them. I can't wait to hear the testimonies that are coming over the next couple of years. Yep. Man, it's exciting. It's exciting. Well, hey, it's been a great week yeah, with you, Dave. Been fun. Looking forward to uh, Looking forward to next week as well. Yeah. You guys come back. We'll Appreciate you all. God bless. Can't wait to see you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Mission City Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with a friend and leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening on because it really does help us out. Thank you again. We'll see you next time.